welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com, where we bring you insightful, liberating, intuitive people from around the globe. They share their life's journeys and experience wisdom to guide you on your own discovery of self. Each week from Tuesday to Monday, we will bring you new shows on our many genres, and with over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on selfdiscoveryradio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Positive Vibrations Roundtable. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guests today are Dr. Paul Juin and uh, Bill Mackey. We're going to be talking about the integration of healing, the different type of modalities that you can use. Dr. Paul Druin um, was a family, regular family doctor before he went off into the natural medicine and um, from that has actually devised the wonderful university of integrational medicine, um, the health cure of the future. It's called Quantum University. We're going to be talking about all the different styles of medicine that there is out there today. But of course, it all starts with the mindset. And Bill is the mindset guy with his um, uh, QVC Factor app, uh, which is all about uh, staying in the zone, um, how to keep ourselves on track, staying in that knowingness and tapping into your own body and what it's trying to tell you. And so we have a very interesting show here for you. So Dr. Paul is a professor of integrational medicine and the founder of the president of uh, Quantum University, where all his energy is dedicated to consolidating his knowledge of naturopathy, um, acupuncture, homeopathy, quantum physics, and advanced biofeedback into a model of creative integrative medicine. And he's expanded his uh, medical curriculum to incorporate a new quantum model um, for modern health and wellness. Uh, Bill Mackey, as I have said, is um, uh, the Quinescence and Joy in Fractal Living show he does with us here on selfdiscoveryradio.com. He's also a host on Wise Health. Uh, and both of them are going to introduce themselves and tell you a little bit more about them. And then we're going to really talk about all the different modalities and options that we have for our own optimal health today. And of course, it starts off with our choice, folks. You know, not to be so sheep and blind to what's uh, being promoted and sold to us out there, but taking some responsibility and some action for our own good health, mind, body, spirit, and soul. So welcome to the show, gentlemen. And and Dr. Paul, how about you start off by letting everybody know a little bit about you? Yeah, thank you to invite me on your show. It's a great uh, pleasure and uh, to share this information. Uh, I'd like to tell more a little bit about myself. Uh, as I see you said, I practice um, a family uh, doctor in Quebec for about uh, 25 years. And at this time, I was already... Uh, integrating to, uh, together different modality of like homeopathy, acupuncture, natural medicine. So the client that will see me will uh, benefit of the two approaches, you know, the medical approach and then, uh, and as you know, so many problems get are unsolved by medicine. So I could mm-hmm. then take care of them from another angle. And But fundamentally, I was always then questioned by my peers, you know, what I am doing and what I'm doing is non, non-scientific and and, and sometimes medicine doesn't look at the result. It look more at the, you know, <laughs> what, you, what you get there, uh, you know, and if it's not medical, it's not defined in the standard, then they in some way deny it. So, uh, and this is what brought me in the United States. I said, uh, you know, to, because I faced this argument so many times, you know, it's not scientific, it's not teaching university. And then I realized that, you know, in society, uh, the arena, the forum where a uh, new paradigm shift is, is most of the time in universities. When you start to teach, uh, you know, uh, some concept that it, they start to be implemented in society. So quantum university is a reflection of a, a new uh, model of medicine, a new curriculum of medicine that where we integrate, we are integrating uh, a deeper vision of the human being not only materialistic, like in medicine, the way it is now, but also a model based on consciousness, on the, on the principle, the premise of quantum physics. And, and, and of course, I discovered as I, I was uh, doing my pathfather 
teacher and doctors and PhD that was already uh, sharing the same vision, you know, and to, to, to write a curriculum in medicine, you have to be a collegiality of people. And this is, this is where uh, people like uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton and epigenetic uh, joined the university, Dr. Amit Goswami, uh, Joe Dispenza with neuroplasticity and, and so on. These are the, the fundament, the foundation of this new curriculum where we, when we look at the individual, we can see not only uh, disease and negativity, but uh, potentiality. And the way we, it's, it's another frame where uh, we evaluate the client in terms of parameters of health, you know, in parameters of disease. So I, I don't want to speak too much about it, but in short, in short, this is what is my path, you know, evolving as a medical doctor, seeing the, discovering the limit of medicine, and then, and this is what's opened me to explore other modality, and I saw they were working, and, the, and then creating an, uh, uh, a university where we can teach these new concepts of medicine. And this is uh, uh, where we are now in Hawaii, uh, <laughs> in the United States. Uh, building this university in 2002, and, and it's of course uh, uh, it has been a success. You know, we are more in more than 50 countries now, with over 9,000 people, and so. But still, a lot of work to do. Exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. just the beginning now. It's just the beginning. And it's always about getting to the core instead of just treating the symptoms. And uh, having different modalities definitely addresses that. So, uh, Bill, how about um, you give us a little bit of you as well, uh, so we can get to know what you <laughs> offer here at the table today. Um. Well, the best place to start is actually if you get a chance, just check out my bio page and stuff that's on the uh, self-discovery radio station and listen to some of my past shows. Because my background's pretty screwy and pretty comes from very strange places where I ended up and how I got here today. Basically, I I don't come from a medical background or scientific background at all. Uh, I am a God-given businessman. Uh, my business, and I've been a businessman my whole life. And I was also born with some really weird abilities. Uh, I was born with uh, a condition called OCD, which you know doctors treat that as a disability. Uh, fortunately, I grew up in a family where my parents took that to mean that I had some sort of special gift. They looked at it as a birth phenomenon rather than a birth defect. And because of that, that's how I became such a uh, successful businessman. And over the years, I perfected the, the tools and skills that I used to run successful businesses and there came a turning point in my life where I built uh, by the time I was 24 years old, I was very successful and some situations in life actually happened that caused me to redirect my life totally walked away from being a very successful businessman, had everything I wanted in life started my life over again got rid of everything, moved across the country, started another business again started another series of businesses, but this time in that growth and evolutionary process of my, my personal development, instead of going to be building uh, a successful businesses and a successful life, I changed the thought process to becoming success-filled. There's a huge paradigm shift that happens when you focus from being successful to being success-filled. When you shift that focus, as, as Dr. Duran's talking about, it's shifting paradigms. We're raised to become successful. That in itself is a, a recipe for disaster, a total recipe for disaster because the construct of that word, for example, success, full, is actually a combination of the word of success and full, which means you're full of success. To give you an idea why that word is such a bad combination of words and why you have to shift your paradigm to being success-filled, think about eating. We'll go to health because we're on a health show right now. Think about eating. When you eat and you get full, you stop eating. If you continue to eat, what happens? You get very sick, don't you? You get the discomforts. You can't do anything. You get lethargic and everything else. Same thing happens when you set out in life to be successful. You get to a point where you can't dissipate all of that success energy. And eventually it will crash. Sorry about that, folks. We had a lovely internet drop. It does happen, especially when you're talking energy. Uh, Bill, I'm going to let you uh, round up your introduction here, and then we're going to continue on with the show. 
Okay, so where we got to before we got interrupted is I, I was explaining the difference between uh, the paradigms of setting out with the concept of being successful and as opposed to success-filled. And the, the issue that comes up is somebody who's gone through both experiences. When you set up with the, using the target of successful as being what you want to establish and, and accomplish in your life, it's actually a disastrous thing to set out for because the way that word is constructed, it actually means to be uh, full of success. And what happens with that uh, situation is that the energies that build up around it are associated with that word. It's just like when you eat. You eat to a point where you get full. But when you get full, you take a break. If you keep eating, you'll get very sick. Same thing happens when you become very successful. You keep eating, you keep, keep eating, and you end up getting to a point where the energies collapse and you end up getting very sick. When I shifted my life over and, I, and, and transitioned the way I wanted to rebuild my new life, I went with a different approach and I took an approach of uh, living a life that was success-filled. So now you think about your car. You know, you're driving along, you go in and you fill up the gas station. You fill it, you fill it. When it starts to run down, you fill it. So when you build a life that's success-filled, what you're doing is you've got this amount of success that you're, you're, you're physically capable of handling as a unique individual. And as you deplete some of that, because you expend some successes to create failures in your life. We all do it. And so what you have to do now is then you go back and you replenish it. You just fill up the success. So you're maintaining this really nice uh, success energy within your being. And that energy can actually grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. But it grows at a sustainable rate. And, it can, and if you grow it at a sustainable rate, it can grow indefinitely. It's when you go with these, the, the concept of successful uh, ends up leading to a total collapse in the, in the way your system works. <clears throat> and so as a result of these, using myself as a guinea pig for over 40 years, and going through all of these experiments and having to deal with uh, OCD and all these other things, uh, I, I slowly became a respected metaphysicist and uh, 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 developing a new scientific field of study called mindology. And mindology looks at the way your mind works, independent of the functionality of the human brain. And my expertise is in understanding how the human mind is affected by our behavior and conversely how our human behavior is affected by affects our mind. From that, my company, Living Fractals Company, has developed a series of uh, applications called the Q Vector apps, which enable people to become more productive in everything they do because this thing allows you to tap in to see how your mind is being shifted. Um, the big shifts that happen in your mind are caused by the interruptions that happen throughout your day. And every time an interruption hits you, the mind shifts into a different mode or may or may not shift in and out of different modes of operation. And it, unfortunately, this is all controlled by the subconscious mind. This software actually trips your mind into start developing the cognitive skills in your conscious mind to say, whoa, dude, got to stop. Something shifted. Here's how it shifted. How are you going to fix it to get yourself back in to the flow of life? And so that's generally who I am and what I do and, and what my business is all about and the software and stuff that we're developing. And of course, when you're looking at any form of health, you have to start with the mind. Until you change the mind and the mind being open to receive other modalities, other ways of doing things, being more inquisitive, adventurous, um, you're not going to be able to actually address what the body needs. And so, um, you know, Dr. Paul, when you're, when you're working with someone, if they're stuck in that mindset of, you know, Western medicine is the be all and the end all and they're not open as you ran into, you know, with your colleagues in the past um, and you run into people that are not willing to open up their mind and accept that there's something else out there. You really can't help them, can you? Uh, yeah, this is this is a challenge here. You have in, on one side the society, which reflects actually where uh, the consciousness level of the people, and uh, and and if you look at the way the healthcare is defined, is defined to an approach that is you you can probably quote here um, from the mind, which is more. Uh, uh, rational, it, in defined in terms of uh, a materialistic model of science. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, the whole 
dynamics of healing is framed, you know, as soon, you know, you go to the university and you study to be a doctor and, and people don't, don't realize that, but how can be, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the way the healthcare is designed is reflect how the doctors and how the natural medicine doctors are trained in school. And, and they are just perpetuating a model that is uh, defined in terms of a materialistic model. This mm-hmm. has, a, has a lot of consequence. So when, because when you see the mind, as soon as you start to open up to other premises on which you will base your understanding on the, of the individual, which is more broad, when you start to, and this came from, to us from quantum physics, you know, the, the way you, the observer, the object, the way you see things, then you shift in, in another another way to look at the individual, which is not necessarily defined by what you see, but also by, by the unseen. And and there, you know, you, you end to a new uh, vision of the individual where, you, yes, you have the mind, yes, but you have also the, the vital body, you have also the physical body, you have, you know, uh, if, you, if we speak about metaphysics here, the supramental and so on. So you have... You have an individual that becomes multidimensional, and, 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 then, and then you start to relate with a multidimensional being and, and instead to, uh, to come from a very linear uh, materialistic point of view. Because with, and, this, and this has a lot of consequence, you know, because when the individual walks in the office of a doctor, by example, and I can sit in both chairs, you know, because I'm, I'm an integrative doctor and I, I went to this, uh, all these other type of training and I'm also a family doctor. So I, I know how these, uh, I know how medicine see uh, the, the, the client or the patient, the way they, they like uh, to, to name it. Uh, you know, the, the client will walk in and then hear you there to what? To make a diagnosis, to find what's wrong with the individual. And, and or if you sit in the other chair where we speak about this multidimensional model, then you start to look at what we call the bioterrain. You, you start to look at the at, at parameters of health, you know, but, uh, and, and these terrain can be physical, can be emotional, mental, spiritual, and so on. And, and, and this is how you, you start to understand, you know, uh, how to restore this individual, not in terms of saying, hey, here, what can I fix with pills and surgery, yeah. but what, what can I enhance, you know, uh, that this individual can reach his full potential. And, and I think this is a bit what, uh, you know, uh, you were speaking a few minutes ago, successful and uh, success-filled, and, and it's, it's, it's like uh, medicine looking for a fix, or medicine looking to bring you at your full potential. So where yeah. there's a balance, uh, actually, you know, where, you know, where the, uh, you know, of course we need the diagnosis, something to understand wh- what is a disease, but we, it's like a smoking screen, you know, you cannot just look at this. You have to look at the whole picture of the individual. Not just the symptom, which is, which is the way most Western medicine goes today, isn't it? You know, they look at the symptom and they address the symptom, but they don't really look at what, what is the core, you know, the core problem. And uh, a lot of the time, because Western medicine just simply doesn't give a patient enough time nowadays. You know, they're almost, yeah, it's like, it's you know, not, what's it's wrong not, with you, not. then take this. You know? Yeah, yeah, they, they don't have, the, they don't give the time. But mm-hmm. they don't have the, 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 the infrastructure, uh, intellectual infrastructure to understand what's going on because it's not there. The, the, yeah, the medical doctor is trained to, to repair symptom, to make a diagnosis. You know, it's very linear. Mm-hmm. So it's not there. Yeah. You know, when you say, you know, uh, yeah, the address symptom because this is how we are trained. I am a medical doctor. And I'm a good as medical doctor if I can establish a proper diagnostic, and this is what they expect from me. And, and they don't expect anything else. But the, the thing here, this, this linear way to look at the individual, just entertain a healthcare that become at the end of the day unaffordable. And not only that, but it can be even negative. You know, I was re- writing a blog recently, and, and where we uh, now we know that the third cause of death in, in America 
is healthcare is the yeah. side effect of uh, treatment. Yeah, health. So everything we're doing. This is how far we are from healing. Yeah. In other words, you know, we involve all our financial resource, we involve all our university, hospital, in a system that at the end of the day caught uh, uh, as the third cause of, of death. Can you imagine this? And then, then all very rational people, we look at this, we witness this, and they say, hey, bravo here, you know, and then, yeah. and then here, you know, you're in Canada and people are arguing, you know, is uh, social medicine better than private medicine? It's not, the, it's not even the question. The question is how you practice medicine, how you broaden the understanding of the individual, not only from a linear materialistic point of view, but also from uh, you know, consciousness point of view, exactly. a, a multidimensional point of view, and this is yeah. where uh, this is what why quantum physics is so important to be uh, now teach uh, through the the medical curriculum because this is how you expand uh, you know the the vision of the human being and and you go at the root of the problem. You now you can understand you know the the cause. Yeah. How exactly. can you understand the exactly. cause and the root? Right. You know, it's like. Uh, you know, it's like uh, you, you are in a dimensional world and you're trying to understand a three-dimensional world, you know, it's very hard. The, the, the medicine cannot even understand how works mind-body together. No, they don't. They use the term dichotomy, you know, this is how they have solved the problem. You know, in other words, you know, you psychiatrists and psychologists take care of the mind, us doctors, we take care of the body. This is how they have solved the problem because they, 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 they cannot, uh, you know, with a materialistic model to uh, understand how interact mind and body. You have to treat to... the whole. They only know how to compartmentalize. Um, you exactly. know, and Bill, of course, you've been one that's definitely gone down this road. I mean, you yeah. refuse the medical treatment what? altogether. I mean, you're kind of a, a freak of nature because you've healed yourself. It has to do a lot with what, what Dr. Jones talking about. It's, there's, we, we, we have a society and a whole system that's geared on treating symptomology. Emphasis on treating. And the treatment is because they're trying to seek out a cure. That whole paradigm is incorrect. The, the thing I know when I'm dealing with somebody who really knows what they're talking about in quantum physics and in, in this new modality of medicine, it's got nothing about treatment or cure. It's about healing. There's a big, huge difference between the approach of healing. The body has incredible mechanisms in itself to heal itself. I've had conversations with people in both sides of the, both different extreme extremities. Medical doctors, and I'm, I'm not saying that you're you're, you're lucky because you're you're a combination of both. But typically when medical doctors, you go talk to them, they ask me all the symptoms. Give me a treatment for it. I say, well, this will make the pain go away. I don't want to know what, well, I don't want to make the pain go away. I want to know what caused the pain. Because if you figure out what the cause is, the pain will never recur again. And so when you go into these new modalities of medicine, that's what we're doing. We're exploring into these things that actually the root and the cause of why you're experiencing pain, why you're getting headaches, why you're developing cancer. Because once you understand the cause, you can remap the way the mind and the body work so it can heal itself. I have healed myself. And when I tell people I healed myself, and it's, it's amazing, people say, oh, you cured yourself. I say, no, I didn't cure myself. I still have Parkinson's. I still have OCD. I still have pain. I still have all of these things. What has happened is, is I've mastered the art of healing my body so it can repair itself. And it's repaired itself to a state where it's better than it was before, believe it or not. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about this, this incredible ability to tap into all these different energies. And these different modalities of, of treating your health issues. It's about programming your body to heal itself, enhancing that capability, its natural healing ability. You have no idea how powerful your healing thing is, ability is. And the other thing that you run into is that we have a biological clock. There's a, there's a system in your body. We get sick. We go to the doctor. We want an immediate cure. I got a flu. I want it gone in three days. Well, that's cool. I can give you a medicine. And, you know, you confuse your mind and think you've cured yourself in three days. Well, guess what? 
All they've done is they've removed the symptomologies. There's a biological clock that's still going on in your head. And usually that biological clock in your system, the way the universe and the energies all flow. When you get a cold today, your body's not totally healed for 18 months from the day. In my particular, my biological clock is 18 months. So every time I contract something, my body does not get to a point where it's almost healed for over 18 months. And if you don't have that time to do the natural healing process and you try and rush it, well, you just compound the issues. You make it worse and worse for yourself. So the beauties of the new modalities that we're talking about in medical treatment, in, in, in health and wellness, is it's all about time. It's about healing and allowing the body's natural healing process. You can't speed it up, but you sure can slow it, slow it down by, by making things worse for yourself. And that's what we're talking about. Well, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, what you're saying here is, is when you're looking at the new modalities, um, and they are basically treatments to get you back, you know, your body back into optimum health. But a great deal of it is, is then becomes prevention. You know, the chi, the, the energy has to run through the body. That's how it works. The neural sensors in the body have to work. And if there's a blocked energy somewhere, it's going to cause some problems. We're in a society where everybody wants a quick fix. Give me a quick pill, uh, a quick operation. Cut this out, cut that off. And when you're looking at the modalities that you're teaching, uh, Dr. Paul, it is there are things that will take time over time. And of course, it's th every three months the body rejuvenates itself anyway. Um, you have to allow that time for your body to heal. Then you actually need to have a maintenance program where you keep your body in optimum health. People have to look at the way health is today and stop looking for the quick fix all the time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and this, what you're speaking about now is what has to be taught in, in uh, uh, university, medical yeah. school, and, and natural medicine. This is this is where is our, uh, in some way, our mission at Quantum University is to bring this new concept of healing inside the curricula of, of university. Yeah, and 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 doctor need to be educated in this, and and people need to be educated in this. You know, I, I look at your, uh, at, uh, you know, Bill, his, his story. He's, for me, he's part of the, what I call the heroes of the quantum medicine because they have, <laughs> they have explored uh, these, these paths by themselves, you know, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, not believe me, I didn't do it on support. purpose. <laughs> I didn't set up and, my and not, and not, uh, and not supported by, by the healthcare system. But now, you know, what will be a society where healthcare system will implement these kind of principles? You know, will have this type of understanding. Yeah. And, 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 this is, and this is what is the role of our universities, to implement this in our curriculum. This is why we have uh, people like uh, Joe Dispenza. He's exactly speaking about what you are saying here. How to, uh, you know, uh, reframe your, 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 your way of thinking to, to modify your behavior. Because you know what, at the end of the day, people are all the time looking for, as you said, a fix, a pill. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, what we, uh, we are dealing with is uh, habits and way of thinking yeah. and wrong beliefs. And, and, and this is what has to be reframed. And, and this is where medicine has been, uh, uh, is very weak. You know, I remember when the beginning of my practice, you know, it's, the only way had to change uh, people's uh, habits was to, to take them by the shoulder and shake them and stick. <laughs> yeah. You know, there is there is a, a plenty now of of other approach. You know that will uh, facilitate the change of behavior and habit. And as you said, it's a program. Uh, and uh, so and and but what about if it's, it's, this is teach in university? This you know the new way to first of all to. Uh, understand what is the core of the problem, you know, with another grid of, that is not diagnostic, you know, and then later on uh, design a, a, a health program where you, where the individual is restoring, rebalancing instead mm -hmm. of curing and fixing. So it's it's a it's an education process from both sides, you know, from uh, doctor the the doctors and to the people too, because <laughs> you know you have to educate both. 
you have to educate both, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's still the problem. But I know, uh, we've, you know I've, I've interviewed an awful lot of people that you know, have, have found different ways of curing their cancer. And it's you know, been alternative. It's been in a totally different way of doing it. And it, you know, one of them took 18 tumors out of her body and took it back to her doctor. And her doctor still wanted to do a mastectomy of her breasts. Um, wouldn't accept the cure, even though there was no evidence of cancer in her at all. Because in the medical world, anything alternative um, or that's a different modality and a different understanding is a threat to them, isn't it? Where if they integrated it, it would make them a better doctor. But they're still looking upon uh, as everything has been kind of a, a threat to their lifestyle or to, you know, to their practice. Yeah, it's a threat, but you have to understand, and, and I wrote a blog on this, you're, you are not allowed to cure other, uh, in, in, in other way that the standard of, mm -hmm. that, that has been defined by medicine. In other words, uh, myself, when I was in practice, you know, we were challenged. We were like a group of doctors practicing homeopathy and other modality. And, and then we got success, but then uh, some of, of us got in trouble because you know, the, the purpose is not necessarily to heal the client, uh, but it, it's to follow the, the, what is accepted by the Doctor. standard of a materialistic medicine. Mm -hmm. So this is very, people have to understand that. So the doctor is caught in this frame because even though, and this is what makes me move out of, uh, of, of Canada, because even though I knew there was another way to, to restore health with that client, I could not use that. You know, I could. I have to ignore all my my knowledge in uh, in uh, homeopathy, naturopathy, and acupuncture. You know, uh, uh, to restore the, and 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 forced to use uh, surgery or pharmaceutic. I was not entitled uh, or allowed to use other way or modality of healing. This is why. Uh, this is where is my debate now. It's like. And people say, oh, yeah, it's non-scientific, it's not teaching university. What is scientific? Yeah. What do we define as science? I mean, is, acupuncture has been around for thousands of years, right? But it yeah. is science. So, and this is, this is, but the doctor is caught in this. You know what? Mm -hmm. if, you, if you, you can lose your license because you use a, you prescribe homeopathy for some kind of a problem, even if it works, it doesn't, it's not the point. I remember one day uh, I had this individual walking in my office, and he was, uh, uh, you know, on the point to to be uh, amputated. Uh, his leg, you know, has an, in, an infection. He went to all. He was in the hands of physiotherapist and you know, all the care that you know can give uh, medicine. And, and and the surgeon told him, you know, we are at the end of the the tunnel here. You know, we have to cut the legs. And the guy came to see me. And, and with another approach, at that, that time I was using homeopathy, you know, uh, we, that was enough to uh, save his leg. And, and, of course, and I told him, I said, don't speak about it, because <laughs> I knew that no matter what, even if you speak about it, that will not convert the, the surgeon. And, uh, and, 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 but nor normally a true healer, should have been questioned, you know, what this other doctor has used and when oh, I can help my client. No, because this, because this was outside of, of the, the, the possibility of this, you know, that accepted possibility of healing, you know, uh, of course, the, 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 the patient could not hold him. He had to say this to the surgeon, try to convince him, but at the end of the day, he just laughed at him. Right. And, 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 and that's the point. So you, people have to understand that. It's not, because you have inside the, the, the professional uh, health care as many people that believe in alternative medicine yeah. than you have in population. And, more, and, and these people, when they have a problem, they don't go to, to use pharmacists. They will go for, to use uh, natural medicine also. But they, cannot, they, they have a, str a strap jacket. They cannot use anything else because this is how the, the health care is defined. And it's very sad. And this is why, you know, uh, for me, I thought, you know, this is what I have to do. I have to do a university that we will uh, redesign the, the medical curriculum. And then as it goes, we will start to influence other doctor, other healer with this broadened mind of healing, you know. 
and, and now I think, you know, we are at a point where we don't, healthcare will not have any choice because they cannot afford it anymore. Right, you know, they exactly. cannot afford it. Yeah. They cannot afford it. They will have to open the, this. And, and in America here, you know, you see this more and more now. People, the hospital, they have the banner of integrative medicine. This stuff, doctor, you know, they, they start to say, oh, we practice integrative medicine. It's, it starts to, uh, to, uh, to be more popular, and, but they don't know how to do it. And okay. these people come to our university and then we train them. But it's not just training people to, with other, uh, you know, uh, way to fix people. It's, it's also train people to enlarge their way uh, to understand the human being. Mm-hmm. You know, this, is, this is as important. Like Bill, you've done numerous shows on Wise Health here um, where, you know, it, a lot of the problem is kind of the pharmaceuticals and, and the lawyers that have taken over the medical institution. And, you know, the fear of malpractice and, and uh, you know, drugs being rammed down um, as a solution to everything, um, you know, where, it, you know, it's kind of trying to drown out the alternative. Um, what do you have to say to that, Bill? To a certain extent, that's true. Um, yes, the drug companies do have a lot of control. Um Part of the problem with the status of our our medical system and why doctors uh, themselves are in put in situations has a lot to do with our legal system uh, in liability suits and all that, especially in the United States. Um, and the third problem is is more importantly what Dr. Durant's talking about when you look at people that like even you look at Suma. Okay, she's one of our hosts. She's an amazing woman. Now, as a society, we can affect change. But it takes pioneers to affect change. Uh, Dr. Jern, you're, you're a pioneer. Because of the work you're doing, you can affect change. That's the way our society works. You've taken a very, very cool approach to affecting change. Suma took a different approach back in the 60s. You know, the stuff that you're talking about integrating into your university, well, you wouldn't even have registered homopathy in the United States or uh, Chinese herbal medicines or any of those. None of those would have had any kind of accreditation if it wasn't for people like Suma, who in the 60s and 70s said, look, this is an alternative. We're going to fight like hell to get it recognized and getting it certified. And so I, I applaud you for the excellent work you're doing. You're, you're, your conviction and what you're building at the university is the way in which we can peacefully transform this system that's broken into one that works very effectively. And that, and it's the only way it works. Like of all the people I talk to, that's what they've done from the pioneers that now are naturopaths and that. The people that I'm dealing with and I've been lucky enough to inter- interview are people that were in those trenches in the early days, in the f- 50s, 60s, and 70s. And what was cool about that, what gave them the power and the ability to affect these changes is because historically that's when we were in a major time of social upheaval. That was the hippie generation, the flower power, the dropouts, all of that. Everybody was tuning out of the establishment. We're in a similar shift in energy that's occurring right now in the universe, only a much different level. And unfortunately... um, that energy, there, there isn't that clear, decisive, like in, in the 60s and 70s when a lot of these things came into being in the United States and, and in Europe too, where they beca- started to become more formalized, it was more accepting. There were more of the youth that had more power. Unfortunately, today, the youth don't have the power that they did in the 60s and 70s, believe it or not. They don't have the, there, there's no unification of them. It's a seg- segmented body. So, the the way that we're going to have to shift the focus is by doing things like setting up your university. My company is another way of affecting this change and shift in ideology and shift in energy. Uh, I don't run a company that is a research and development company. We develop, and our research and development is, is, is in understanding all of these connections between quantum energies and how that affects the mind and how that affects the body and and how to create this wonderful human being out of that. 
And in order to fund that, we developed the software package, which is a tool that people can use in their life so that they can actually tap into these energy fields and, and apply these principles in their lives. But the company itself doesn't just do the research and development. Every aspect of the business, from its original concept to every nut and bolt that's gone into building the business, creates this new shift in paradigm. And so everybody that comes into the company becomes part of this new energy shift that you want to create. Uh, as we say in, in, in our company, uh, uh, one of our mandates is, is to, by working together, we can uh, peacefully transform the world around us into one where everybody has liberty, independence, freedom, and equality. That was one of the founding building blocks of everything I do. And so when that's translated into the business, we do some crazy things in our business. I'm the CEO of the company. I make the same money as my janitor's going to make every year. I pay everybody exactly the same. I don't care what you do in the business. We all make the same money. And no, that's not a communistic or a communal thing. What it does is it establishes an equality basis. No one person's work is less valuable or more valuable than anyone else's. Because without that person's contribution, you have nothing. You really have nothing. And so when we built the business and we structured the business, just like you built the university, we've built a business model that radiates that same type of energy. Everything in this business is built on that simple foundation. Because of that, it shifts the energy. So all of our employees get indoctrinated into this lifestyle, this energy field of living. As they go back into their private lives and have to deal with the real world, well, guess what? It migrates out and it affects change. We don't have to be as revolutionary as we did in the 60s and 70s to do this. We do things in these little pockets, each one of us doing our own thing. The net result is, is as a result of what Dr. Druin's doing in, in Hawaii, his university has this neat little enclave that's got a huge energy to it that's a shifted energy to the energies that actually are going to benefit the human, humanity. The people that come into that process come in and get indoctrinated into it and they start feeling that energy. When they leave that university, they now go out into the universe as this little energy bubble and they start building their own little world that creates and replicates that. That's, what That's how we change the world. All about, this, is, this is the magic of quantum physics yeah. and that. This is just the way it works. Well, I mean, we always say if we want to implement change, <laughs> we have to be the change. So, you have to be the you change. You know, in both companies, if people don't... But it's got nothing to do with dropping bombs and political no, boundaries exactly. and stuff. It's, a, it, it's, it's about being the conscious change that we need. And by people going through your university... You know, now they've become integrated into all those other modalities. The mind is opened, the chakras are opened, the heart and the soul uh, is open. They start treating the whole person and not just, you know, the issue of the person. And if you start treating the whole person, you're healing them, uh, you know, um, you're he not just healing their mind, but you're healing their spirit. Um, you're showing them that you're hearing them, that you're seeing them, that you care for them. That resonates with them and they then in turn go around with that same feeling and start giving that resonance out to other people. It's a domino effect. So the changes that were needed in the world start with us. And you know, you're both pioneers, you know, the mind of the body. Um, and we need more people like you, both of you that are out there giving the tools uh, in order for the changes to come about. In the years that you've been doing this, uh, Dr. Juan, you must, um, you must be seeing some wonderful changes going on in the medical arena with the people that have gone through your university. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and in fact, I'm so surprised, you know, because I was, you know, you start and, uh, and then you don't exactly know where this will end, right? And then... Uh, as we uh, graduate students, you know, we, they come uh, and this testimony now how they implement what they have learned at university. And, and, and what surprised me is like, you see, you have a medical school, everybody get out of the medical school and they kind of look like each other, right? And, and, and my student, they, they are, uh, there was not one that was the same. They were involving themselves in different field of research, some were publishing books, some were, uh, and then we, we have a testimony on our website on, uh, of them or where they speak and what they are doing. Some are uh, uh, 
working in wellness center and and they are uh, you know the other are doing research uh, uh, one uh, create a new uh, I have an, uh, an optometrist he create absolutely another approach you know to optometry that is totally uh, revolutionary uh, I have uh, one of my students in, in Quebec uh, Canada Quebec Ontario who uh, develop uh, vibrational uh, medicine uh, it's absolutely uh, it's astonishing you know yeah, it, it, how uh, uh, all these students, in different uh, way, have implement modality in their in the society, reflecting the the most of the time the core of their research. You know, because yeah. most of many of them come to university first. Why? Because they have a, they've been a challenge with their health, or one of the member of their family, a child with autism, or uh, the disability, or or they have went through a burnout or cancer and so on, and then later on they become the 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 one who uh, promote health in these uh, different fields. So for every student we graduate, we have different uh, uh, implementation in the society. So it's it's very. Uh, yeah. uh, You're giving diversity was, rather well, than Probably what is the most. The rewarding of my work is to see this generation of healer now that has, uh, you know, uh, done this type of paradigm shift, and now the where they are, they they're making their own, uh, uh, you know, uh, influence. Uh, beautiful. That you you've you've hit on one of the key key points um, that I talk to people about all the time, uh, and and it's the structure of education and knowledge. Um, in in our culture, the way it is right now, knowledge is uh, a tool that's used to generate power and control. You become a doctor; you are very by by default. You become very powerful, and you have a lot of control. Unfortunately, the education system has mandated and, and puts a highly restrictive thing on that, and a high price on you to achieve that level of power and control. But the process is, is that the only way they can do that is if they crank out 80,000 doctors exactly the same every year. It's a manufacturing process. So every doctor that comes off the assembly line has an amount of knowledge, but the knowledge was paid for, and it was paid for at huge prices so that you could get this power associated with knowledge. You've taken an amazing approach, and it's one of the things I talk about all the time. Knowledge, the pure knowledge, set someone free. And when you educate from the standpoint of educating people because you're setting that mind free and setting that person free, the what you're doing is you're tapping into that person's natural ability. You're saying, well, this is additional knowledge that can help you. But you're not dictating the path or to follow at the end of gaining that knowledge. You're setting them free. Mm -hmm. So when you approach education from that standpoint, A, you get students that learn faster they learn a thousand times faster than reading textbooks and hammering tests on them. They also take that knowledge. And like you say, they graduate from a university and you're going, wow, I never thought you could apply it that way. I want to learn from them what they're doing because it's really cool. <laughs> well, they become right? the creators, the right? They, you're sending them out to yeah. do their own thing. And the amazing, you're, you're setting them free to... The knowledge has empowered them to go out and explore and wonder and question and and rationalize their own existence. And when you see that happen, I I in my work, one of the greatest experiences I've had has been in in the last five years, is the two guys I've met. One's a psychiatrist, one's a psychologist. These guys are the top guys in their field. And I became friends with the psych psychologist first. And what happened was he'd seen me struggling. He saw me going through the healing process. And if you saw me go through the healing process, Sarah's a witness to it, you, had, you wouldn't believe what I went through. So on one day, he saw me. And I had a day, like any other day, a struggle, looked like hell. You know, I looked like I, I was running like 1,000-mile marathons every day. That's how beat up and run down I looked. Two days later, I walked in. I came bouncing through the door, and I was happier than a pig and shit, and I had all the energy in the world. And he stopped me. He says, look, you got to sit down and tell me what happened. How did you do this? And from there, he started delving into my understanding of all these energy fields and how they work. 
Uh, about a year ago, he's gotten really involved in my research work, uh, and has gotten he's been a great help. But what happened was, is he's sitting down there one day, and he says, "You know what? You are the most amazing psychologist I've ever met." And what's even more incredible is you've never read a book on any of the things you've taught me. When you look at my credentials on my website, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not an MD. I'm not educated in high-level mathematics. I am a businessman. I know how businesses work inside out and backwards. I do have an engineering degree and an MBA, which I've never used. But the knowledge that I've gained through living and through being exposed to different things and having to go through these, these experiences in life have made me into an indomitable force. That knowledge, I can focus it and I can create wonderful tools and stuff. And I can accomplish these incredible things because I've had the freedom my whole life to explore possibilities. And when you have give people the opportunity to explore possibilities, you can make the impossible things happen. I tell people all the time, and believe me, I'm living proof. You sit around waiting for miracles to happen. They don't. Miracles don't just happen. You live your life to make them happen. You make your own miracles happen. And that's, that's what and that's, this whole shift paradigm is all about. Exactly. But Don't you know, wait for it to happen. There is no guy on a shiny <laughs> horse that's got the be-all, end-all, cure to everything. Right. You have it inside of you. I mean, Go to a university like this because it opens up those exactly. channels. Exactly. That's what the university does. By having so many different modalities yeah. there and people being exposed to them, as you said, the you know, optometrist or somebody that's come from a cancer background, they're going to get drawn to what speaks to them, what they can resonate <laughs> with and understand. And through that, the whole channel opens up to that knowledge, even beyond the knowledge that you're teaching. Because now they've got They've got the know-how. They've got the tool and how to explore the opportunities of that. And the one thing we understand about quantum energy and quantum physics is that it's infinite. It's unlimited. You know, what we know today is, is going to be archaic tomorrow. The more you open up to that knowledge by having that grounding, that understanding first, it becomes that springboard of, to open up to what all those beautiful possibilities are without limitation. Medical limits. You know so much, that's it. What you're teaching at the university is the basics of understanding with the ability just to open up to the universe and see what else is out there. And that is what we need as a society. We've got to stop limiting people. Stop putting on that's as far as you can go. Stop being First, full and start fulfilling what exactly. the possibilities are in life. Well, that, That's the one thing. Like I, I'm going to stand up right now for the medical profession because I love them. Um, I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for the, the literally the hundreds of doctors that have saved my lives. Okay? What is needed and, and what the beauty of the work that Dr. Duren's doing is it's showing the medical system a model that they can adopt. They can pick the things out of this new modality and find ways of, of modifying the way this fixed structure works. If this fixed structure doesn't work, we still, believe me, we still need doctors that know how to put a cast on somebody. We still need doctors that can, can stitch you up when you get cut. We, our medical surgeons. system <laughs> is incredible at doing that type of stuff. There's no yeah, exactly. better it's place totally in the world to go when you get in a car accident, folks. Right. It's the <laughs> or when your body's burned. Yeah, this, yeah. But this is why today... Uh, yeah, this is why today we speak about integrative medicine. It's yeah, not the exactly. idea. It's it has not to, to be integrated. To, uh, yeah, it's not opposing a medicine to another. It's just right. to adding more to uh, to the actual uh, system. But I, li I like what you were speaking about, you know, uh, and, and the, uh, about the knowledge, the power of knowledge, and power of people. Uh, and this is part of the mission of the university. Uh, I found all the time very sad the way we select you know, the people who will have access to medical school. It's most of the time, uh, 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 you know, the people who succeed the most in mathematics and they have a very rational mind. And, and, and you, left, you left on the side the healers, intuitive, mm -hmm. and people that are more connected with this. 
and 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 this and this was very dear to me when I started the university. The the university was a, a place where we can have we can open the door to these gifted people that uh, you know they are most of the time they are the the real healers and then uh, and because they don't necessarily uh, are the best you know in in physics and mathematics and uh, they they you know they go in another field but. For me, it was important to uh, to create a path for these people, so the and, and create another way to uh, to uh, you know to base our requirement to accept people in university. So it's it's very important. And and at the end of the day, uh, the the you know this idea of knowledge and and giving back power of uh, to the the individual to heal himself and uh, or heal others is it, very it's it's it's. It's, this is what it's about, you know, it's so important, you know. You know, one of, you one know, of the, things, one of the mm, things that um, I think one of the huge things that's happened in the medical thing is uh, caring. They stopped caring and, you know, because everything became about the science and distancing yourself. And when you've got somebody that's healing you, they're healing you because they care. And when somebody knows that you care about their health, it starts the whole healing process on a such on a different level um, we have to bring the caring back into the health yes and, and you know why the caring is not there anymore because we define medicine to a materialistic model yeah you know when I was in in, in my residency they will teach me you know to be uh, you know uh, not in the, the equation to be objective and you know and as far I can I can see from the the emotional the emotion of the mother. If I was treating the kids, the better I will be. You know, it's, there was like a separation within both. You know, quantum physics teach us uh, entanglement, and and then this redefines totally the relation healer healer because the way you think, the way you <laughs> you know you care, as you said, you will also have an effect on on the on the outcome of yeah. healing. Exactly. You know, we, we have uh, in some way uh, tried to be uh, better doctor because we are more materialistic scientists. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we just miss the goal. And it, there is a, a high cost to pay for that, you know. There is a high cost, you know. Just uh, coming back at, to the old-fashioned medicine uh, doctor, I think, you know, we will probably save a lot to the healthcare because we... We have lost that, and it's yeah. sad. It's very sad, you yeah. know. And, 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 and then... How healing it is, you know, when, when... I mean, this is where it used to kind of fall to the nurses. and then But then all of a sudden, uh, the demands put on them. Uh, you know, le there's a huge big word missing in the healing world, and that's time. Time to spend on the person that you're healing. Time to investigate what the problem is, to go to the root core of the problem you know time to do the research that's needed to actually understand what the patient needs and if everything is done on 10 minute increments where are you ever giving that person the time to understand what they need uh there's another issue too that has to be brought up here it's not just time um that it takes to heal is that yeah. as somebody as somebody who's gone through these healing processes uh not only does it take time it takes hard work. Mm -hmm. You got to be. I, it takes a lot of hard work. People saw that they they people who knew the journeys I've been on in my, my life, who saw me go through the whole journey to see this miracle happen, go like God, I could never have done that. I, I just wouldn't have had the willpower to get up every day of my life and go through what you went through to to accomplish what you did. The other people just see it the miracle, and if if Bill could do it, I can do it. And he didn't, you know, it happened overnight and blah, 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 blah. They don't realize that healing is a two-sided street. It's not just time. It does take a lot of hard work. You have to really work at healing yourself. And well, once you master it, it's amazing the things you can accomplish. We live with ourselves for our entire lives. So the more time and caring and, um, and fueling of ourselves we do, the better the quality of life. Uh, there is no downloadable app. There is no quick pill. Um, you know, you have to be willing to do what is necessary to fulfill your optimum health. And that is what are you doing with your mind? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your diet? 
um, your energy, everything. And you, you have to take responsibility of your own choices in life because that becomes part of your healing. We've come to the end of our hour here, guys, and it's, you know, I know there's a hell of a lot more to talk about so another time, but um, Dr. Duin, will you tell us about your book and also how people can actually join the university? Oh, it's, it's very easy. Uh, you, you can uh, access the university online, uh, of course, uh, quantumuniversity.com or .org. So I think it's very easy to remember, quantumuniversity.com.org. And then there is, uh, you can, uh, you, you, we have academic advisor. You leave there your information on the website, like uh, other website, and they will call you back. Uh, you know, it, and it, anybody that, for me, the, the, the basic uh, question is all the time, you know, is it, is it your, uh, voca- your mission, your vocation, mm-hmm. you know, because many people have this at heart uh, to, to be a healer or a doctor. And, 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 and the, the, sometimes, you know, the, this, this is a privilege to be a doctor. And, and, and one need to embrace someone who has this deep desire in, in his heart, you know, or her heart. It's, uh, it's beautiful. Yes. And, 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 and no matter what is your background, we, can, we are a private university. We can acknowledge also different type of experience you had in the past. So the academic advisor will tailor you which program and, and uh, what are the requirements and so on. So it's very, it's very, it's very easy. And uh, I also wrote a book. This is uh, Creative Integrative Medicine. You can find it on uh, Amazon or Balboa Press. Uh, this is another way. Uh, and also, I, uh, I didn't have time to speak about it. Recently, uh, in the last year, I created another project online called the Project Noosphere, which is a, a website where we gather people to uh, meditate. You know, it's like a consciousness accelerator. This is the way I call it. Because people need to be uh, connect, connect with others, you know, when they are going through this path of healing uh, that you were describing, uh, it's difficult when you are alone. But more, you are <laughs> supported by others. You know, there is a collectiveness, consciousness, and, uh, and and if you know you don't know where to start, you know, you can go on this uh, website and we show you how to meditate and gather with others with this intention of healing. Uh, and uh, so the the website is uh, the uh, project Nosphere. Uh, I don't have the time to speak about it, but essentially go quantumuniversity.com and uh, we'll provide you all the information uh, you you need. You know, if you decide to. It will be to, on uh, the posting as well, um, and so up there people can just click on that and go directly to it as well. Um, and, and some and we have course individual course too. Sometimes people just want to start with one course. Uh, you know, to just introduce them to the subject again, we will guide you for that, you know, on the website. Right. Excellent. And Bill? Uh, you want to learn everything you want to know about me, you can go to uh, quinescence.com. That's where I'm writing my life stories. And I invite people that have other stories that want to share, uh, send them to us. We're going to build up a collective of stories of people sharing these incredible journeys of healing, um, whatever, however the journey went for them. Because my journey is unique to me. This worked for me. It may not work for you 100%, but through sharing that story, you can take the bits out of my story and integrate them into your life and a bit from Joe's story and a bit from Sam's story and everybody else's story, and eventually you figure out your own way of healing. The other site you can go to is please go to my company, uh, livingfractals.com. Check out the software we're, we're developing. Uh, you have any questions about the work that we're doing, want to get involved in our research work. Uh, we also have... Uh, you're interested in finding about job opportunities, just fill out one of the forms on the thing. Hey, drop me a line. Say, hey, Bill, I like the site. I'd like to get involved. How can I help you? Or how can we help you? Excellent. And, uh, you know, both of you are doing great work. I mean, it is about us being liberated from that linear mindset and opening up to, you know, what we really are um, here to do, what our possibilities are, and stop limiting ourselves and, and realize that, you know, um, our health and our wholeness is is uh, all all there. We can live um, as very productive, meaningful, whole human beings when we learn to tap in to all the beautiful aids and tools that are out there. We've just got to open our minds to to receive that. So, for Doctor Doctor Duin, you can go to uh, drpaulduin.com, or you can go to quantumuniversity.com, or there's the Proctor, uh, project project. Um, 
nosphere.com as well and uh, you know get out there and be participants start start being investigative folks you know you've heard the story today start looking at how does it fit in for you maybe the book is what you need to read first to kind of follow the path maybe you are a healer of some kind but you don't know in what kind of modality go to the university and see what intrigues you you've just got to get out and be you know participate into what is possible and if you need to know how to keep your mind in check and follow you in the zone then just go to livingfractals.com or check in at uh, quinescence here on selfdiscoveryradio.com i thank both of you being uh, for being with us here today and sharing your stories and for the work that you're doing you're both pioneers and uh, you know sometimes that's what people need they just need that beacon of hope that big spotlight to follow that inspiration that becomes an invitation for thank you both for being very invitational to people on what the possibilities are thank you dr paul thank you very much and thank you bill uh, as always it's a pleasure doing shows with you so folks remember the the options are there they're all there you've just got to open up your mind take that first step and investigate, and the answers are waiting for you. Until next time, folks.